welcome to the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu for Glenn. Today, uh, we're going to go over some of the polls and where everybody stands heading into Iowa on Monday. So we got Iowa coming up on Monday, and then eight days after that is New Hampshire. So two big primaries because these are momentum uh, gainers here for somebody. Either Trump or, heaven forbid, Nikki Haley. (laughs) Could be Ron DeSantis. Maybe he surprises. Anyway, we'll get into some of the poll results uh, coming up in one minute. It would be nice if you could always count on having the medication you need available when you need it. To never have to worry about medication shortages or emergency situations. It would be a great world to live in. By the way, it seemed like we did live in it for a long time. Like, you just get the medication that you need. At least it was available to you. But now we live in this world where there's medication shortages. We had, like, a record in December of 2023 for medication shortages. What a bizarre Like, 294. How? Medications are are in short supply. How is that possible? It's crazy. Uh, it's a uh, uh, you can do something about this though. You can prepare yourself with the Jace case. It's a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics, which treat the most common and uh, de- deadly bacterial infections. It's customizable in dozens of add-on medications available. You can choose the ones that best fit your family's needs. They even have ivermectin if you want to get your hands on some of that. You can get uh, gift cards for your family or loved ones so that they can get and customize the Jace case of their own. Jace is simple. You go online, you fill out a form, you get your prescription, you get life-saving medications delivered right to your door. And if you want to be prepared, yeah, you need food. Yeah, you need water, but you need your medications as well. Go to jacemedical.com, enter the code PREPARED at checkout. You get a discount on your order. jacemedical.com, the code is PREPARED. The code PREPARED at J-A-S-E, medical.com. Okay, so primary season is upon us. Hard to believe. Uh, Iowa is Monday already. It's gone by fast. It really it? has. And I, I might take this opportunity to remind you of a new podcast out. It's a bonus podcast available in the mornings <laughs> to give you a daily update on everything that's going on in the election, everything you need to know. It's called State of the Race. And if you go to the Stu Does America feed, wherever you get your podcast, you can get that update. And we go through everything. You know, the key metrics of the campaign um, what's going on with each candidate, what they're doing, you know, are they moving their ad dollars around for some reason? We're trying to look at all that stuff to keep you updated and do it in like 10 minutes. Because honestly, you know, it can be a little overwhelming. Um, but you can uh, get all that at uh, Studios America, the feed on podcast. It's audio only. So make sure to check that out and subscribe. We finally, I've been complaining about this for a long time. We just haven't been getting any polling, especially of Iowa. It's been terrible. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's just been a huge lack of polling for an election. Now, part of that, I guess, people aren't that worked up about it because it doesn't feel like a normal election. In a way, it feels like an incumbent is running. And if you have those situations, it's it's like what's going on with Joe Biden and, you know, Marianne Williamson and Dean Phillips on the Democratic side. It doesn't feel like a real contest, right? Everyone kind of assumes that Joe Biden's going to get that nomination. You see, I, I think that's wrong. Did you see the turnout for Dean William, uh, Dean Phillips the other day? I did not. No, was it big? Oh my gosh! Well, I mean, not. I don't know if you'd qualify it as big. Okay, so m- moderate or moderate or moderate or is even it? small. You no one showed up. 
no one. He held a political event, <laughs> and uh, he and his staff were the only people there. So he did come. He came. So you're lying he when came. you say I, no I'm one came. I'm sorry. Dean came. Dean came to his, his political event. But uh, there was nobody there to see it. And so if Dean shows up to his political event, but nobody's there, did he actually show up? I don't know. I don't know. Now, I will say this about Dean Phillips, and I cannot uh, say this about any other candidate in this race. Okay. He's connected to Talenti, um, gelato or frozen dessert, whatever that is. It's freaking good. Oh, <laughs> I love really? that stuff, man. Yeah. He's like, that's where he gets his money from, I think. Oh. If I'm, he's the, uh, at least at one point, was the chairman and like co owner of Talenti, which if you've oh. ever had it, wow. it's, it's good. in your freezer case. Pretty darn good. Yeah. They've got that thing where they yeah, put yeah. like some of the, like the, the gelato and then like some of like a layer of just like cookie pieces and oh. then more gelato and like a little layer of like candy pieces. And that's like, oh. a, it's like a parfait. Oh, man. It's delicious. So, honestly, like, if, I, if I'm voting on the Democratic side, you can either have the, the essential oil lady, the guy who can't get through three sentences, or a guy who came up with awesome, you know... Gelato. Gelato? Come on. How is this a contest? That's, he should be winning by 50 points. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and no one's showing up? What if he... Br- he should be bringing Talenti to every event. That would bring people. People would totally show up for that, even in Absolutely. the snow. Yeah. So anyway, that's for just sure. my particular opinion. Uh, you know, I will say it's, it's he's a. We're not going to go on too long about Dean Phillips, but like it, it's, it's fascinating. He ent- he entered the race basically the last possible second, and you know he's thinking like, no one else is here. Mm-hmm. Like, what if Joe Biden just goes away? Right. There's no one else in the race. Maybe it just goes to me. I don't think it was like a. I'm going to go out and beat Joe Biden. It was like. What if Joe Biden go, you know, has some huge scandal, God forbid, has a health problem, drops out for whatever reason? Mm-hmm. You know, as much as we all say, well, it will be Gavin Newsom or it will be Kamala Harris, like... They're not running. They're not running. Yeah, Now, right my now. guess is the Democrats would just finagle the system to make them the candidates. Of course they That's would. That's probably what would happen. But he has this argument, like, I don't know, yeah. I'm, I'm on the ballots here. Who are you going to vote for? You can't vote for Kamala on the ballot. I mean, it's an mm-hmm. interesting play. It's not going to work, but it is an interesting play. Okay, so we've been complaining for a while about the lack of polling in Iowa in particular. And one of the things that the media does is they will just report a polling average as the state of the race. And there's nothing wrong with a polling average. Like Polling averages are fine. It's better than one individual poll to average polls. At least you get a better sense of larger sample size. But like you don't get all that much out of that if... The polls that are included in the average are very old. And that was the case up until yesterday. The most recent poll in the Real Clear Politics average, for example, was December 18th. So you were over three weeks on the most recent poll included, and then also included polls from over a month ago. And that's not Real Clear Politics uh, fault. That's just the fact that no one's been polling the state. Which is weird, right? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like at this time, in every other cycle, we were getting poll after... Every day, there was a new poll of Iowa, a new poll of New Hampshire. Just really hasn't been the case. Now, part of that is because it's really expensive, and it's getting harder and harder to do. I mean, there was a time, Pat, where the, you'd get 30%, 40% response rates to these polls. Now, they're talking about 1%. Wow. I didn't know it was that bad. That bad. Who, I mean, mm. you got to answer a freaking pollster right now? Like, no. And this is part of the reason why no. sometimes they're unreliable. Who's, can they call cell phones? Yeah, they can. Oh. Uh, and they do. Most of them do at this mm. point. But it doesn't work. Right? I don't Mo- even have a landline anymore. 
Do you? Yeah, we did put one in actually. Relatively recently, we actually had it the whole time, and for years didn't have a fo- phone plugged in at the house. Yeah, us too. But like now that our kids are getting to that age where they can kind of stay home, of you know, while we're you know going to the grocery store, oh, that's a good. Point. Like yeah. you know, like yeah, let's have a phone that's there so we can call them. But that's really the mm-hmm. only reason, and and we almost never use it other than just calling the kids and saying, "Hey, is everything okay? We've been gone for eight minutes. Have you burned the house down?" <laughs> and uh, you know, usually they haven't. Yeah, sometimes they have. Obviously, uh, obviously, you get to rebuild after those incidents. <laughs> but um, so. We finally did get some polling from not only Iowa, but also New Hampshire here over the past, uh, you know, 24, 48 hours. And it's it's interesting, but limited in what it tells us. In There's one poll that came out from Morning Consult, which is a poll, pollster's been around for a while, have some interesting ways of doing their polling. And if you look at the Real Clear Politics average, it does list this poll. What the poll says, top line is trump at 58 nikki haley in second place in iowa at 15 ronda santis at 14 vivek ramaswamy at 10 and then chris christie at three and asa hutchinson at one not zero but one so think about that for a second as you mm-hmm. look at people making a run here last mm-hmm. minute i mean asa at any mm-hmm. point you talk about momentum yeah I mean, no one else has gone up an infinity percent over the past few weeks. <laughs> Only Asa Hutchinson can claim that. If he continues that pace, Pat, he will win this election. <laughs> uh, so just keep that in mind. Um, so you look at that. Okay, okay, that is basically the picture of this race over the past few months, right? Donald Trump over 50%, kind of blowing everybody out. If, if you want to say there's any change there, it's probably been a little bit of a rise for Haley uh, above DeSantis. DeSantis has been second in that race for a very long time. However, that this this particular poll is very strange. First of all, Real Clear Politics lists it as occurring between January 1st and January 7th. That's the date range that they made these phone calls. However, when I, I went through the poll and they actually, it could be a misprint, I guess, in the poll literature, but it says the polls were conducted from December 1st 2023 to january 7th 2024 so a 40-day period of making these phone calls how many of these calls were made on december 1st and how many were made on january 7th like that's a big difference and they the way Mm -hmm. they talk about it they say it is the december result so you know they do this monthly and so i don't know what you can take out of that but what do you take out of that result it's only by the way only 353 people in the sample size which is super small so I don't know what you get out of that particular poll. Honestly, in my mind, I, I'm not not going to take much. Trafalgar also released a poll, however, and they've been uh, you know they've had their ups and downs, but uh, had some really good cycles. Um, they have it at uh, Trump 52, Haley 18, DeSantis 18, uh, Ramaswamy at five, Christie three, and Hutchinson at one one yeah yeah he's one. i mean it's the, mm. it's consistent mm-hmm. um so i don't know what you take out of the first poll the second one you know trafalgar is obviously a republican leaning pollster and uh, you know but still you have a situation where they're showing the same thing basically that trump's up by a lot now the iowa caucus is famously strange right like when people mm-hmm. and, and i i'm talking to steve dace on on uh, studios america tonight and I'm I'm curious because he's there. The weather's terrible. Like, like really cold. Really cold. Lots mm. of snow. Ca- events being canceled. It's going to be cold here on Monday. Can you imagine Iowa? Oh my gosh. Ooh, I know. It's supposed to be. I think twenty here. Twenty one or twenty. Yeah. I saw it yeah. here in Dallas. 
Now, if you look at the map with a low of four. <laughs> no. Four. Four? Yeah. If I get another Dallas, freaking Texas. pipe burst, I'm going to lose my I mind. Know. I'm going to lose my mind. I know. I'm, I I'm, know. I'm moving. It's I moved to Texas mm. for warmth. There's not supposed to be days where it hits four. I know. I know. It's, it's this global sucks. warming. I'm, I'm on board it with it. I am on board yeah. with it now. First of all, I want more of it to happen. <laughs> But secondly, I now believe in all climate change conspiracies because uh, it's too cold here. Mm-hmm. But uh, imagine how cold it's going to be. Oh. If you've ever been in Iowa, yeah. and I know, Pat, you know, you've been there and covered mm-hmm. some of these events over the years. Not only is it cold in Iowa, it does not it does not capture what it feels like to be there. The number does not quantify what it feels like with the winds the, of the plains oh, blowing through 95 layers of clothing, no matter how many you have on. It yeah. cuts through and it slices through your torso. Yep. It, 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 it disintegrates your flesh. <laughs> it is so freaking cold around caucus time. People are not want to get, they're not going to want to go to a caucus. It's fascinating. It, it's a really interesting part of this. You know, you know, mm. Trump has been leading for a long time. A lot of people are taking his win for granted. The the best organization in the state, I think, without a doubt, is Ron DeSantis. I mean, even Haley, who is, you know, equaling him in some of these polls, does not have this, the type of um, operation that DeSantis has in the state. Mm. That's pretty clear. DeSantis has been there putting all of his eggs in this basket, needs to have a big showing. I mean, there is a world where DeSantis overperforms and is helped out by the weather situation where his people walk through these, you know, uh, the wall of, of, of ice to get to these caucus locations. And, you know, Nikki Haley doesn't show up, you know, she's spending a lot of money now, but she doesn't have that sort of organization in Iowa. So I want to give you the, uh, we should look at the New Hampshire polls too, because New Hampshire is a totally different situation and it, it kind of draws mm-hmm. a, a different picture of, of the race and how this could go. Is there a chance that DeSantis could surprise and make it closer than these polls look? I think so. It's, but you know, it's a tough road, right? Like, I mean, really I, tough, I, I yeah. think, you know, people have looked at this and they said, look, the 2020 election was, you know, something we didn't like. We think, you know, Donald Trump maybe got ripped off. We think he deserves this nomination just because of that. He, now he's being targeted. Mm-hmm. By all of these people who uh, who want to take him off the ballot and throw him in prison, we have to stand up for him. And I think that's the overwhelming arc of this race right now. Th- like that's how people are making these decisions. They're not making it based on you know DeSantis's record in in Florida. Uh, to their benefit, to their detriment, you could make that decision for yourself. But that's not how this election is being settled right now. I don't. Th- I mean, you look at these numbers. You don't see people saying, "Well, Ron DeSantis sucks and he was a bad mm-hmm. governor." That's not what the polling shows at all. Yeah. They all think he did a really good job, and they think you know, he's overwhelmingly popular in the party and well liked. But that is not seemingly how people are making decisions at this point. Yeah, Trump is still up by more than all the other candidates combined. He still has more support. Uh, that's not good if you're a challenger. It's not good if you're a challenger. <laughs> no. More coming up in 60 seconds. It's underappreciated fact that trust is really hard to come by. And in the world of business, pretty much any business, that might go double. When you're trying to sell your home, buy a new home, or even worse, do both at the same time, it's very important that the real estate agent you're doing business with is someone you trust. And how do you know? Well, Glenn solved that problem years ago when he started Real Estate Agents I Trust uh, with his brother, uh, agents uh, they you know, they work with. Well, they're people that you like, people you can trust, people who do their job well, good people 
who care about the same things you care about. They're not just some you know the best real estate agents out there. They're solid Americans, and most of them are listeners to this program as well. They're people you can trust to get the job done, and not just done, done right the first time. Realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com, the name kind of says it all. It's a free service to you. Take advantage of it. It's realestateagentsitrust.com, 10-second station ID. Uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn today, uh, 888-727-BECK. Uh, okay, so we covered Iowa. What is the situation in New Hampshire then, eight days later right now? Yeah, that's uh, it's, a, it's an important one. And, and honestly, like we talked about a couple of polls that came out mid to late December and early January that no one really talked about. And these polls from, it was American Research Group, I believe. And they, both of these polls showed Nikki Haley within three points in uh, in New Hampshire. What? So very close, but, but it, wow. there weren't a lot of, uh, there was no real supporting evidence. And the question was, okay, what's going to happen when new polls come out? CNN poll came out yesterday and showed the race in New Hampshire this way. Uh, Donald Trump at 39%. Nikki Haley, 32%. Now, the rest of the field is far behind. Chris Christie at 12%. Vivek Ramaswamy at 8%. Ron DeSantis has basically turned off his campaign in New Hampshire. He's, he's focusing on Iowa, but he's only at 5% in the poll. Asa Hutchinson at one. One. percent I mean, the guy is showing up in poll after poll. Wow. What's fascinating about this when you look deeper in the poll, He's not though, even running, right? No, he's he, done. Is. he is. He's he is. He is still in the race because I keep you know, thinking he's you know, this left is, a long time. This is a big ago. problem of his campaign, Pat. People keep thinking he doesn't have one. That's what I and thought. And that's not great. Uh, no, it isn't. No, he's at it one. Isn't. He had, Man, if people knew he was running, imagine, oh God, imagine, imagine where he could be. I, I think right he'd be now. winning. I think he'd be winning. By yes, now. yes. By maybe double digits. But <laughs> <laughs> no one knows. There's actually a great headline yesterday. Like, uh, Asa Hutchison has a message for Iowa voters. <clears throat> quote, I'm still running. <laughs> End quote. That's not a great yeah, that, headline. That's not good. Not a great headline. No. But let me break this down for you because the question is not necessarily whether Haley is doing well in New Hampshire. She is. I would not be surprised at all if she won New Hampshire. I mean, that is, wow. especially as we get closer, I think some of those Christie voters might say, okay, this isn't happening. We better do something to stop Trump. Those are all stop Trump people, right? There's mm-hmm. 12% of them in this poll. I think there's a good chance some of those people flake off uh, to Nikki Haley. Wow. But- I think there's a good chance she wins New Hampshire. However, the way she is building that win is not sustainable for an actual victory when it comes to the nomination. Let me give you this breakdown. Among Republican voters in New Hampshire, this is how it breaks down. Trump, 50. Haley, 27. Christie, 5. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Among independent and Democratic voters who plan to vote in the Republican primary, Haley, 47. Christie 31, Trump 5. So it's an open primary that yeah. anybody so can vote. This is oh, okay. a totally wow. different scenario than you're yeah, going to see in that, most of these other that states. Won't work. You can't build your coalition on Democrats. On you're, She's beating Trump among independents and Democrats by 42 points. That's Jeez. how she's close. Yeah. That is not going to hold in other states. Now, the next state. And this is really her only chance. 
is going to be South Carolina, where that's her she, state. It's her home state. <clears throat> and you think, can she, you know, if you're trying She's to rationalize. She's way behind, though, right? Yeah, way behind. But if you're trying to rationalize a victory mm. for Nikki Haley in this campaign, what you'd say is she wins New Hampshire mm-hmm. and then gets, gets the momentum boost that you get after a win. Yeah. And that plus her home state well, situation. Well, look what South Carolina did for Biden last time. Yeah. Turned it around, right? Completely. So he was out of it. Is it impossible? Probably not, but is it likely? It's a, mo- a lot less likely than it looks when you look at the top lines of those polls. Mm-hmm. You know, internet scams come in all shapes and sizes, and while, you know, all of them are bad, some are just done or despicable. The most recent nefarious one is fake charities claiming to provide aid to those caught in Middle East conflict. Uh, that one, of course, especially galling to uh, Glenn and, I don't know, the entire audience who helped actually do these those things. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal information gets exposed so often and it makes it dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. But protecting yourself can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts all of us to threats that you might not spot on your own. Things like you know loans taken out in your name or cyber criminals pretending to be you. If you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work with you to fix it. So get on board. It's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Just got to join now and save up to 25% off your first year if you use the promo code BECK. It's 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to lifelock.com. Go to lifelock.com, use the promo code BECK, you got 25% off. It's 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Debuting tomorrow, the real story of Colony Ridge, exclusively on blazetv.com. Use the promo code Colony Ridge, and you get $30 off your subscription price. Let's do it for Glenn today, 888-727-BECK. Uh, we were talking about some of the poll numbers heading into Iowa and New Hampshire. Some interesting numbers when you break them down in New Hampshire, especially because they allowed Democrats and independents to vote in the Republican primary. Yeah, very interesting. And, I, and for that reason, I think you could make the case. Like, I think if you're Nikki Haley right now, I think you could plausibly make the case that you're in second place in this in this mm-hmm. primary and Ron DeSantis is in third. However, I don't think you can plausibly make the case that you have a better chance of winning the primary than Ron DeSantis does. does that, it, it's kind of counterintuitive, mm-hmm. but like the Ron DeSantis support in some ways is more real, right? Like the people who, the, those are the, the people who are supporting DeSantis are the people who are going to make the decision in the primary. Yeah, The people who are supporting Haley are like fringe people who she can make a good general election argument with that crowd. Mm-hmm. The fact that, that that moderates like her is obviously an argument for, for her in the general election. She's but she done can't well get the in the nomination that polling. Way. But you're right. Like how I don't know how you do it. It, it would take a collapse from Donald Trump to do it. Mm-hmm. The DeSantis path is more clear in that he needs to just convince people who like him to vote for him. Mm-hmm. It hasn't worked as as far as we know. 
But, and there haven't been any votes cast other than some absentee ballots, but it hasn't worked as if we know yet, but it is more plausible than I think the path that Haley is trying to take. I I don't, I don't know how you can win a, a primary approaching it that way, though I, I would not be surprised at all if she does actually win New Hampshire. I, I, I think it's no, it sounds reasonable. Very plausible. Yeah. That she wins it. Um, but the breakdown was she has 27% support among Republicans, right? Wasn't that yep. it? 27 Republican voters, 27%. Independent and Democrat, though, it's like 47. 47. So she's, she is trailing Trump by 23 points among Republican voters, and she leads Trump by 42 among independent and Democratic voters. That's really Obviously, something. That's just like a stop Trump effort in New Hampshire. Exactly. And it might work in New Hampshire, but we've seen this happen before. You know, John McCain beating George W. Bush back in the day. Oh, um, that was a, a big surprise at the time yeah. uh, in New Hampshire, but, but it didn't, it didn't work out to for anything. Him. Right? Yeah. There was no path really there for him to win uh, long term. Mm-hmm. And I think that was much more questionable at the time. I, you know, Haley winning here, unless she can somehow turn that into a, a back-to-back type of situation in South Carolina, I just don't, I don't know. I don't see how it's happening. But uh, there's something to, to look at there. A couple other things, Pat. And by the way, we've covered all this on the past few days of State of the Race. It's the new podcast that's available on the Studios America feed. Uh, it's audio only. So if you're, you know, if you're, wherever you're getting your podcast, go there, just you sign up for Studios America, you'll get the, the main show that we do uh, every day, but also a special bonus pod, State of the Race, to try to get you through all this and, and learn the, you know, what's behind the, the mainline numbers. Because, I mean, you're getting all sorts of nonsense mm-hmm. from the mainstream media. you you got to get more information than that. And, of course, we'll keep you updated here on the radio show as well. But this is sort of a bite-sized, you know, 10 minutes type of um, effort to get you the news that you need in the morning. So check that out. It's called State of the Race on the Studios America feed. Uh, a couple of other interesting parts uh, of this. Um, Vivek Ramaswamy has been going back and forth and kind of like busting on other candidates for not showing up for their events because it's cold and snowy. And, uh, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't, I mean, it, you know, I, I, I don't show up to anything when it's cold and snowy. So I, I can't blame people for not doing that. But did you know he's really been everywhere in Iowa? You know, you hear this, oh, the full grassley, the 99 counties in Iowa. Did you know that over the past three months in 2023, the last three months of 2023, Vivek Ramaswamy did more than almost four times as many events as any other candidate? Oh, wow. Almost four times as many. Now, DeSantis was quite active uh, in the last three months of 2023 in, in Iowa. Mm. DeSantis, or, or, or Vivek Ramaswamy is everywhere. Like, I feel like you'd bump into him at, at every drive through at every diner, at every, you know, you're going to get your taxes done. He's at H&R Block. I think he's everywhere. <laughs> so he has really put in a real effort and, and shown, uh, you know, a lot of energy. It doesn't, I don't see a ton of evidence of it paying off yet uh, in, in the polling, but it is fascinating to watch. And he has uh, an event coming up tonight. He, a town hall of some sort, right? Donald Trump has one that's airing on CNN. Am I right on that, Pat? I think it's CNN. Mm-hmm. No, Donald Trump? Yeah. I think he's on Fox. He's on Fox. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's on Fox. He's on the Fox. CNN is the debate, right? This is actually kind of a big, big yeah. thing for Fox because Fox, after they got sued over the whole election fraud thing and had to pay $787 million, they just stopped putting Donald Trump on the air live. They were like terrified that he was going to say something that they were going to get sued for. <laughs> 
and Donald Trump doesn't get sued. They get sued. I don't know how exactly that works. There's this weird thing where you put guests on and they say something and you get in trouble for it. I don't know how that works, but this is going to be the first time he's been live since like early 2022 on Fox News. It's been almost two years. Wow. uh, Which is crazy. Yeah. But he's going to be on a live doing a town hall, and then there's going to be a debate between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis only. Two people on stage. First time that's happened. They're the only two that qualified. The last debate before Iowa happens tonight, and that one is on CNN, I think. Mm, I think so, too. I I could be wrong on the networks, but you'll find it if you want to watch it. I don't know that there's much interest, though. And then Vivek's on somewhere. On a town hall, too. He's got a town hall as well. So a yeah. lot going on tonight. Uh, and hey, look, this is the stretch run. It's fascinating, to, though, to, to look at like how these candidates are perceived by Republican voters. And this is, this is nationwide uh, Republican voters. But a fascinating... <laughs> I mean, it, it really does give you a, a picture as to where these candidates stand. If you look at who has the highest net favorability among Republicans, Donald Trump is plus 58 so very good numbers, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Plus 58 is a, a, a wonderful That's number. Huge. You should have, you know, if you're the president of your party, you should have numbers like that. Ron DeSantis uh, at one point was right around the same area, about plus 60. He has fallen now. He's about plus 39. So still pretty good. Really good, though. A really good number. He's kind of, he started at about plus 40, went up to about plus 60. Now he's been down to mm-hmm. about about plus 40 again um that's happened over the past couple of years but a very popular candidate well liked Mm -hmm. in the party and this is one of the strange things about this election cycle there are certainly people i see them online all the time telling me how evil and horrible ron DeSantis is uh, how bad florida is you know Mm. i mean you know trump has obviously said a lot of those things as well as his opponent but like i don't think the republican voters buy that at all i don't think republican voters think Ron DeSantis has done a bad job in Iowa, in uh, Florida. I don't think they think Florida sucks. I don't think that they think he would be mm-hmm. a bad president. I just think there's a decent amount of people in the party who like Trump more. And I don't know that. You, you, yeah. Given the profile of Donald Trump, which is incredibly unique, this is a guy who was the president of the United States and before that was one of the most famous people in America. He is currently probably the most famous person in the world. Taylor Swift, you go back and forth on that one. I don't know. But I would say he's probably the most famous person in the world. Maybe the Pope. I don't know. He's certainly on that level. And now running with a, a campaign that's kind of based on, you know, his idea that he got screwed in 2020 and he's getting screwed by people today with, with all the persecution from the DOJ and all the rest. Very difficult not to crack. Mm-hmm. If you're an opposing candidate, but plus 38.9% is great for Ron DeSantis in any other circumstance. Nikki Haley is plus 19. So not mm-hmm. unpopular, mm-hmm. but not nearly as popular as DeSantis or Trump in the party. Vivek Ramaswamy is right around that same area. He's plus 17 when you're talking about favorability. So Ramaswamy came in, almost no one knew about him. He rose up to about plus, almost to the DeSantis levels when he first kind of came on the scene. He was plus 40, but he's fallen off. You know, the debate performances for Ramaswamy were very, very, you know, polarizing. Yeah, Some people loved him. Yeah. Some people couldn't take him. Yeah. You know, so that was kind of where he is. So again, to give you perspective on that, because I want to give you this last number to give you perspective. Trump plus 58. DeSantis plus 38. Haley plus 19, Ramaswamy plus 17, Chris Christie minus 35. (laughs) (laughs) 
that and that's among republicans re- this is the, the party he's trying to win the race with yeah nobody likes him nobody likes him and and of course the go haley home. people go are going home, nuts they're like what are you doing we could win new hampshire here if you drop out <laughs> all of his voters would go to haley yeah i mean there, there, you know maybe a few would go to desantis or ramaswamy but none of them would go to trump yeah you know and uh, it might be enough for her for her to win New Hampshire, which would again, if mm. Chris Christie's stated reason for being in this race, which is to stop Donald Trump, was true, He'd he obviously out. would drop out and support Nikki Haley. Of course, it's not true. He has a book coming out. Right. Right. He has a book right. coming out. He likes being on TV. Nobody likes Chris Christie more than Chris Christie. And so that is the reason he's What's actually the name in this of his race. book. I'm fat. Is that that's the subtitle. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. My what's, candidacy. What's... It's my candidacy. Subtitle. I'm, I'm fat. By the way, I should note, if you go to mm. youtube.com slash stew does America, mm-hmm. you will find a new commercial we helped produce for Chris Christie. A new oh. direction for the campaign. That was just that was our idea. We oh, thought, nice. And you thought maybe people would like it. Uh-huh. If you go to youtube.com slash stew does America, you can watch it. And I think you'll enjoy it. Okay. I think you'll enjoy it. Check it out uh, on, on the YouTube page uh, now. So... I don't know. I think when you look at this race, I'd love to get your thought on this, Pat, because you've done a bunch of these. You've covered a bunch of these. I mean, you go back a while, mm-hmm. and even before you were in talk radio, you were doing you know big radio shows across the country where well, we, we ele- talked about this. It's not election focused, right? But you right. still talked about it all the time. Yes. Do you remember between Britney Spears songs? In between Britney Spears Spears mm-hmm. songs, yeah. Do you remember a campaign like this where it feels like people just aren't interested at this level i i mm-hmm. i mean like i can't remember ever watching debates where people weren't talking about it the next day and I, that's happened yeah. part of that's trump not showing up but i think part of it too is people just kind of assume it's his nomination yeah and and i think everybody's proceeding that way under that assumption that this uh, trump has won this thing and i've almost reached that conclusion mm. it looks doesn't it look it looks like trump has won this thing mm-hmm. i mean when you're 40 points ahead of the rest of the field when you add up everybody every other candidate and their numbers and it doesn't equal trump's it's kind of a foregone conclusion feels that it? way and under normal circumstances I, I do think that's true yeah i i think there is a bit of an asterisk on this one because in in some ways it's a two-tiered primary right you have the norm number tier one is the normal race right how what's a normal race a bunch of candidates get in they fight it out one candidate wins right like that's the way Mm -hmm. it's supposed to happen but you can't look at this election solely that way you have to look at the second tier of this race which is at some point donald trump might be placed in a gulag yeah right like i don't know what the hell's gonna true. happen they're they're trying to throw him in prison they're yeah. trying to make it so you can't vote for him because his name isn't on the ballot so under that mm-hmm. circumstance you have to look at another tier and pick a second choice and come up with some other way to understand what happens if they do successfully remove him from ballots somehow which i don't expect to happen hope not that'd but, be a problem yeah or, you know, <laughs> the, the fact that, you know, they, they throw him in prison, which is actually, <laughs> yeah. I think, more likely than him taking off, taking them off the ballot. Now, look, he can technically still run in that situation, but who knows what that circumstance brings. So looking at this and who finishes in second and how that progresses is important in this one circumstance. It's not about lining up who who's going to be the 2028 nominee. Normally, that's what you get out of these, right? Like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, Marco Rubio could be a future guy because he finished fourth. <laughs> or whatever we were talking about in 2016 this is like this could happen this election cycle 
Yeah. I mean, I, if we take the deep state, quote unquote, seriously, you have to think that way. Interesting how those 2016 solid options like Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, Ryan Rand Paul, none Rand of them Paul, ran. all gone because Donald, Donald Trump. Trump destroyed him. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I true. I mean, as far as presidential candidates, he destroyed them. Even though a lot of them are close to him now. Yeah. But I mean, like, uh, Cru- uh, Rand Paul was an interesting one. We talked to him, God, it was probably six months ago now in this interview. And one of the questions we asked him was, uh, you know, would you consider running again? Would you consider jumping in? Maybe, no, you know, it has to be more than this because it was before Trump got in the race, which was now much longer than six months ago. And he, he was like, not if Trump gets in, what's the point? Like I think he was consider right. he would consider running again if Trump wasn't in, but he was he basically wow. said, "What's the point? If Trump's running, he's gonna it's gonna be his nomination." Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Well, it seems like the battle in this country is always uphill, especially when it comes to fighting against the left's constant efforts to destroy America from within. But hope persists, and one of the things you can do is patronize businesses who stand for the same principles that you stand for. Patriot Mobile is one of those companies. Their mission is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. That's not the same as Bud Light or Disney. That's a different slogan. You may notice the subtle differences there. Send a message to the rest of the country that you believe in support free speech and religious freedom, sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team will help make his switching so easy, whether you're keeping your number, your phone, or upgrading one or both. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, or call 972-PATRIOT. You can get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. Make the switch today, PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, or call them 972-PATRIOT. You're listening to the swinging sounds of Glenn Beck. Sit tight, boys and girls. We'll be right back after these messages. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. A UFO whistleblower has said that the U.S. government is hiding a 12-meter TARDIS-like. So that's obviously... From, uh, you know, the BBC sci-fi thing. I I will say... When Doctor you, Who. You sometimes Doctor you use Who. the word obviously, mm-hmm. and it applies. To me, I will say no, not obvious. Not on I this don't one. know the reference. Okay. So yeah. what is this? TARDIS? It's, yeah. Okay, well, the TARDIS is what uh, Doctor Who flies around in. Okay. It looks like a phone booth on the outside, but it's really big on the inside. So it's 12 meters on the Wait. outside, but it's the size of a football field inside, Stu. How would that technology. work? It's technology. Just it's technolo- alien, You're just going to say the word technology and act yeah. like that answers the... Right, yes. Alien okay. technology. Those two words maybe so where, together. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> where are hiding they hiding it? it? Because, I mean, do they hide it in a football field-sized building or do they hide it in a meter-sized uh, building? I think only a 12-meter-sized building okay. is all you need for something like that. So it doesn't need to be a really big warehouse like where they're storing uh, the Ark of the Covenant. Okay. You don't need that no, you don't size need that. of a place. <laughs> <laughs> oh god well it's interesting oh, to note i mean honestly yeah. the, with the way the government is running yeah who knows wouldn't put it past them yeah i wouldn't either i wouldn't either the glenn beck program